G'day folks, welcome to episode 10 of Spin From Both Ends. Getting to 10 is something I haven't done often with the bat, so getting to 10 in podcast form, massive achievement for me. You know the drill by now. This is my trip around Australia, following the ashes in my van, Van Morrison, rotating a few part-timers through from the other end, and tonight, I think it's a win not only for podcast fans, not only for Spin From Both Ends fans, but for Damo fans. I think it's a massive coup that we've actually got Damien Arnold, my part-timers tonight. So Damo, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Hammy. Look, not a problem at all. Last episode, obviously, we had Kane Showbroy, another ASC legend. He was a Canberra grammar boy. You're a Maris boy. We had Kane on to, to satisfy the, the female, the Indian, and the French demographics. Tonight, we're going to keep the Damo fans demographic happy, as well as the opera singing enthusiasts demographic, which could be fantastic as well. Obviously, you, you are studying voice here, are you? What's the exact title of your degree? It's called a Bachelor of Music, uh, majoring in classical singing. And I know there are quite a few classical singers downloading the podcast, so it's exciting for them. Yeah, and I think no better way to kick off than maybe a bit of ho, 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 ho. Would you like to just take us through and I can accompany if need be? Oh, I don't know if we should do this. It's a bit rough. I think we definitely should. <laughs> it's a little bit rough. Ho, 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 la, 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 la. That's great podcasting. He played under my father, Gary. As a coach oh, no. at Morris, and he's like, "How was that for you?" Well, <laughs> no comment there. I say, okay. As the law of averages would suggest, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a good guy. Uh, he's good. Good heavens! Well, before the, the old, the old centaur. <laughs> I'm gonna let that one through the keeper as well. The keeper's gonna be getting a lot of work tonight. I get the feeling. Yeah, potentially. But before the keeper gets any more work, import we just mentioned the sponsors. So TNF Cricket, as we know, as I've encouraged. Young kids all throughout the, the podcast, Tales Never Fails. So get around the Tales Never Fails brand and insignia, Damo. And also Eurobidella Toyota for supplying Van Morrison. Parked safely under your apartment block at the moment. Fantastic news for everyone. I think we can all sleep easy tonight knowing that it's parked down there. I mean, look, you've obviously listened to a few episodes of the podcast. What are your general feelings on it? A bit better than you expected, I think you were saying to me earlier on. Yeah, it is a little bit better. I mean, I... <laughs> I knew it would be rough. You didn't set the bar too high, did you? It's got to be better than I thought it would. Mm -hmm. I think I told you that I thought your Jim Maxwell impersonation was <laughs> particularly fantastic. Didn't actually impersonate him. So. Oh, really? I, th oh, I, was, I was wondering. It was too much good... Uh, chat. <laughs> good chat, really, to be you. And again, as I said, as I mentioned earlier, I think um, the, the music at the start. You know a couple of musicians... You've got a couple in Melbourne. You've got me up in Sydney. We could have rustled something. who better? Something. Who better than myself? We could have rustled something better than would that. Would you believe I've done no musical training? <laughs> I'd believe it. <laughs> I certainly would believe it. It's good to have you on board. Do you think you're going to bring anything different apart from your opera singing to the podcast? Or just going to play each balls at, you know? I'm just counts? going to bring a, a whole new demographic, and there's a lot of them, the demo fans. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they, they also enjoy a bit of chat. They like seeing me fail. They like seeing me, they like seeing me with a bit of egg on my face. Yeah. And there's a lot of that happening lately, so... There's probably no better time than to maybe discuss a little bit about how the day unfolded for us today oh. down at the cricket. Do you want to just take us through oh. what happened? As my fans would know, <laughs> directions aren't my strong point. So my girlfriend, uh, Zoe, also an opera singer, has a lovely little shirt, nice pink colour, which reads, not before my coffee. Yeah. It's a nice little night shirt. <laughs> Jay McGrath day coming up tomorrow. Jay McGrath coming up tomorrow. So Ryan and I decided that maybe we'll... Don a couple of those for mm. tomorrow, just for the ladies. I'm donning one right now, actually. All right, it looks good. <laughs> it looks real good. Anyway, so we had to find ourselves a cotton on mm. to buy one. And I've just typed in cotton on into, into Google. Found one. Oh, there's one on Crown Street right next to Central. 
direct us that way. We've walked past it, apparently, according to my phone. About a 20-minute walk. At this 20 minute walk to there. And then I re-look at the phone, and it's actually Cotton Australia. Luckily... I mean, great, great business. Don't get me wrong. And a great sponsor of the show. <laughs> but not what we're after at the not time. Not what we're after. I mean, we weren't dropping in for a sponsor's chat. We weren't. <laughs> and, yeah, so basically that put us about 40 minutes behind, and... We only missed four wickets. We only missed four wickets and an English hour of skipper play. to go on the second ball of the day. Yeah, then a drop catch and everything. And But we had a great chat with a great um, cabbie. Yeah. So that was exciting. Loves his cricket. And how good was it when we got to the ground? How easy it was to just get into our seats? Well, you think you're you're attacking it from gate E and G's a couple to your right. A, B, C, D, E. F, you assume F, then G. Yeah, that's what you would and assume. But no, apparently you've got to go the other way. And not it's not like going around the MCG where you go around the ground. No. You've actually got to go completely out of Sydney and bypass Canberra, and then they'll maybe let you into gate G. Yeah, this is what I was saying. When I pay my 30 bucks for a ticket, I'm paying it to go to the cricket. Not to circumnavigate Sydney, not to do a walking tour. That's what I'm there for. Anyway, we did one, and we got in there about you know an hour later than we would have liked to. But, you know, uh, that, that's cricket, isn't it, Damo? It's a test of not only your natural ability, but your, also your mental strength. I'm just I'm very happy I didn't make a kerfuffle with the directions there. We could have we could have even taken two hours. Could have been nasty. It looks like Australia's probably going to go up, win the series five nil, whitewash. There's been a few whitewashes this week. I washed my whites back in Canberra. Now it looks like Australia going to go on and do the same with the series. Now losing five nil is never nice. I played soccer for Canberra Grammar School. We we lost five nil just about every week, so I can empathise with England. I know it's not a nice place to be in, but uh, I've got a few things off the field that I'd like to bring up, Damo, if I may. It's a bit of a Shane Watson moment. I've got a few of those up my sleeve. So, yeah, sure thing. And you're going to share them with me, so okay. feel free to chip in. First thing, standing up during the over, other spectators, more particularly mid-ball. Yes, mid-ball. It's not on. I've seen it all across Australia. I've never seen it worse than I've seen it today at Sydney. I think it's one of those things, if you do it, there needs to be far harsher penalties. The crowd safety people need to stop worrying about beer snakes and people starting chants and actually policing a little bit of traffic mid-over. And I think if you're doing it behind the bowler's arm and the batsman's actually got to pull away, you should be ejected from the venue. That's how I feel. I'd agree. And at least jibed by us. Which they were. A little bit. But I think tomorrow we may resurrect down in front. Yeah. Hashtag down in front. If we can get that trending on social media this evening, that'd be fantastic. Can we put any of the blame on Kerry O'Keefe starting a little chant called uh, Stand Up If You Fall Nil Up? So maybe every time... People are realising they're 4-0 up. They've just stood up. I've noticed a lot of the people have been English, so perhaps sit down if you're 4-0 down. Could be one that we could get going. Hashtag. Yeah, get that one trending as well. That was my first one, Damo. I'll move on, but straight away, my second one is going to be the SCG. I know it's a work in progress. I know they're, they're still building things. Lack of exits and also entries into the ground is not good enough as far as I'm concerned. You look at the MCG, I know it's a different kettle of fish, but you just you go to the back of your bay and you're, you're out of the ground. You know What's what? going on? Someone's going to be accountable. Especially uh, end of day one. Mm. I think it's fair to say we would have been cooked more. Mm. G'day, Alistair, if you listen. Cooked more on the way out with the amount of people there. If there was a fire, we would have been cooked more than a few of the balls Ian Borthwick bowled today. Yeah. A few of those pies. Yeah. They were well, very well done, those pies, weren't they? God, they weren't. Well overdone. Well, to be fair, they weren't very good at all. We're going to get to that a little bit later in Greg's Mailbag. Thank I God. Think like this. But a special guest coming in for Greg's Mailbag, actually, oh, good. today's ammo. Friend of the show, Bumble Lloyd. We did catch up with him in Perth. Said my impersonation wasn't too good, but tonight he's going to come back in and we can maybe rectify a pretty fragile relationship, I think it's probably fair to say, between Bumble and the podcast. But we'll get there briefly. I just want to... Last week I introduced a new little segment, a T20 field at a moment. Hats off moment. 
People are confused about this. If you watch a 2020 game, a lot of viewers don't have their hat on. That's what I'm going for with that name there. Just, just to clear that up, Dan. Are you happy with that? Still not brilliantly happy, but I'll take it on board. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, well, the first hats off moment I want to touch on is Buck Rogers and what form he's been in. We talked to him. Yeah, round of applause for Buck. We did speak to his father, John, last week for the, for the last podcast. He's turning form. Has it been, you know, good habits? Has it been good parenting? I think it's a combination of both. But today, Buck Rogers hit his first ever seven in test cricket. Hats Jeezy. off, Buck Rogers. Jeez, he hit it well. Didn't he hit it well? No. I know. You wouldn't expect a little Buck Rogers classic, the finesse through the slip cordon, yep. to go for seven. He's, he's almost hit it 180 degrees, hasn't he? It's gone straight back and then it's gone straight back down the ground. Oh, it was amazing. Seven. It was really good. Exciting cricket. I also want to just give a quick honourable mention for the hats off moment as well to Ed Cowan. Stellar debut in the commentary oh, box for How good was that team. commentary? He's great. Especially when he said, when asked who the new uh, opener could be if Chris Rogers was to retire at some stage. And he did subtly say himself. Which I'd, I'd back. Yeah, back Especially him. if he can get a mic on him while he's batting. It'd great, be exciting. Yeah, great bloke. They're talking about these experimental mics, obviously, in the, the big bash and what have you. Let's bring it into the test game. Oh, Let's get Ed Cowan under the lid. With a mic in there. That would be fantastic. Anyway, look, we could sit here and talk about Ed Cowan all night, but we, we don't have time. We've got Greg Mailbag. Mm. Massive hit of a segment on the show. And actually joining us. I'm just going to go and let him in, if that's all right with you. Yeah, all right. I'll just go and quickly let him in. Bumble. Bumble, come in, mate. Oh, start the car. Here he is. I'm Ed Cookman. I've never met you in the flesh before, mate, but I'm a big fan of the show, and I'm a big fan of spin from both ends, so thanks for having me. No problem, Bumble. Damo, this is Bumble, by the way. Oh, g'day, Bumble. What? What is that? What's going on there? Oh, it's just my nighty. A little bit of tension between Bumble and Damo, early doors, but mm. we'll move on to Greg Mailbag. Anyway, uh, Bumble, the way this segment works is, you know, we get, we get to hear a little bit about what people listening to the show think of the, the program, and tonight we've actually opened it up so people can get stuck into you if they'd like to and just ask you a few probing questions. So we're going to take it away straight away. Damo, if you'd like to read the first one, I think this one actually might be a little bit close to home, the first entry into Greg's Recent Mailbag. podcaster. Neil's coming on the show and he's got on board. Welcome which is on. exciting. He's got... Brings a whole new demographic. Welcome aboard. Welcome. Aboard. That's what we're all about here at the, at the show, Bumble. Uh, bringing on new demographics and what have you. So we'll let John uh, John Arnold, I believe our first one is. John Arnold from Flory. G'day, Bumble. Great work on Channel 9 this summer. Having looked through uh, some of the English commentators, I can't help but notice that several of them have been knighted. Based purely on your commentary form alone, it is unbelievable that you haven't received the same honour. Why is this? Well, that's a great question, John. Thanks, thanks for the correspondence. I think it comes down to I've always been a bloke who plays by his own rules, and people don't like that in the establishment. I'm a bit of a bandit. I'm not going to shy away from that. I don't drive fancy cars, and I think that's a bit of a given that you must do if you'd like to get a bit of a knighthood. I've always been a daywoo driver. So, look, you know, Night, as far as I'm concerned, that's when the sun go- sun goes down to when it comes back up. That's all a night is, so not too worried, to be honest. But thanks for the question, and thanks for the, the kind words on the, the commentary. Bumble, that's, that's an outstanding response, and I think that's a great attitude to take forward with you for the rest of the summer. We've got another one here, Bumble, and I'll just read this one out to you. It actually, ca- we haven't got a full name here, we've just got an issue, but SK Warren, and he's putting brackets, the Earl of Twelve, so make of that what you will. And he says, G'day, Bumble. England are clearly in turmoil, and as the as spin from both ends boys will tell you, a lot of it has to do with a lack of stability surrounding the spin bowler position. Hammy offered Borthwick some valuable time to share tricks of the trade and local knowledge, but he never took him up on it. What do you make of the whole situation? Clunger, clunger, clunger. 
The first clanger to pick Borthwick in the first place, for me, it had to be Banisar on spinning Sydney Wiki. He bowled not too bad, and they've they've come up with this tripe about saw calves and what have you, but he's been running drinks out there and Powerade and having mother's meetings with him when the, the beach has been falling to pieces. I think it's an absolute clanger. And secondly, the biggest clanger of the trip has got to be Borthwick's decision not to take up Ami on his advice. All you've got to do is look at his numbers. They're solid numbers in Melbourne fourth grade. He played 14 games, took 20 on wiki, at 18. Silly lad. He really should have taken him up on it and he should have had a good session with him down at the nets just to sort a few things out, dot a few I's, cross a few T's, Beach it up, invite the drive, bring the short cover into play, first slip, give it a chance to spin. He, he's not done that, and he's uh, he's looked well out of his depth. Well, Bumble, they're, they're pretty pretty scathing words, I think, fair to say, mm. um, Damo. Um, right on the money, I think, Bumble. Bumble usually is. Well, look, Bumble, we don't want to keep you on night. We know you've still got a few days of cricket to commentate. So uh, thank you very much for your time, firstly on the podcast. And look, it'd be great to have you on our Farewell podcast, actually back in Canberra. When we do a bit of a spin from both ends of award show tax, a similar format to the Allen Border Medal. You know, more you, prestigious, I think. More prestigious, more of a highlight for more people's careers. So, Bumble, thanks for your time, and hopefully we'll, we'll see you down there in Canberra. Cheers, Army. I'd love to I'd love to come down. As I've said before on the podcast, I think you've got buckets of talent. I think you're going to go a long way behind the microphone. Don't know about camera. Got a face like an half-tube minty, but I'm not here to judge you. I know there's been a bit of turmoil. You know, I, I gave you six out of ten, said you sounded more like Jeff Boycott, but I'll tell you what, you're not you're not half bad, lad. So good luck with the podcast, and thanks for having me on Spin from Both Ends. No worries, Bumble. It's always a pleasure to have you. I'll just show you out. I'll show you out to the door, mate. Thanks very much, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll catch you later on in the series. Well, there you go, don't I? How was that for you? Exciting. It's really, it's great being in here and actually seeing the people come in and out. As someone who's been listening to the podcast, mm. only coming on for the one, yep. it makes me, it makes it all so much more believable. The the attire. How are you feeling early days about wearing a nighty, a woman's nighty to the cricket? I'm worried about sweat. It's going to be a real. A crack sweat. Hot spot's going to show a few funny yeah. signs there, I would have thought. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So that could wreak havoc. I don't know how the Damo fans are going to feel about that, frankly. Yeah, no, they, they get generally ex- a little bit excited when I embarrass myself. So mm. Okay. I think they'll enjoy it. Yeah, should be plenty of them. The Goodman fans, uh, they don't really mind what I do usually, which is fantastic. They're a great fan base. There's not many of them, but they're a great fan base, very loyal fan base. There's going to be plenty of interaction on the social media tomorrow, I might add. In our costumes, you can keep following along on Twitter at Spin from Both, Instagram Spin from Both Ends. That's one to keep your eye on tomorrow. Plenty of videos coming through there. Facebook forward slash Spin from Both Ends or the website Spin from Both The diaries have fallen behind slightly. Promise you, they'll be up to date very soon, so you can sleep easy tonight. Great read, yeah, great read. Damo, thank you for joining us. No problem, anytime. So if we got some sort of little catchphrase or something, we can we can leave the the show on here or. <laughs> Demo, you're going the right way to get a smart bottom. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>